or providers who practice that midwifery model of care. Yes. The the biggest Because we have a really awesome OB the, over here we that do. acts like a midwife. Yeah, he's amazing. In a good way. Right. But anyway, sorry. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing is that they really see birth as a physiological process. They yes. don't see it as a disease. They don't see it as a sickness. They don't see it as something that needs to be managed. It's not a medical emergency. Right. They they see it as something that happens to women, um, and that's just the way it is. And most of the time when it happens, it's healthy, it's normal, it's low risk. Hi, I'm Rachel Manns, owner of The Natural Birth Site and this podcast, The Natural Birth Talk. Here, you'll learn all about different natural aspects of birth, pregnancy, and postpartum. Remember, none of this information should take the place of a care provider and is not medical advice. Birth is not a medical emergency. Thanks for listening. Hey, listeners, welcome to the Natural Birth Talk. Today, I am here with my new co-host, Tiffany Muniz. Hello. And we are just doing an introduction episode so you guys can get to know her, hopefully, as well as you feel like you know me. Yay, I'm so excited. So just start with telling us about you. If they've listened to any of these episodes, they know a little bit about you because you've been on before. Right, yes. So I am obviously a birth doula. That's how we know each other. Yeah. Um, We met, what, probably like four years ago? Something like that. Four it's, or five years ago? Yeah, it's like been a that. while. Because um, I remember when I first met you, I had a really bad taste in my mouth from a midwife you had previously worked with yes. that I was working with. Yes. And then I realized working with her was a mistake. Yes. And that suddenly made me like you a lot more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think it's easy as a new doula to kind of like be taken advantage of maybe a little bit. And, yeah. I, and I think that we probably were both like in that type of situation. But yeah, that's how we met a long time ago. And yeah. then, um, you know, just kind of throughout the years, we became friendly with each other. We yep. back each other up. We have very similar ideas on birth and how we practice yes. and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I became a doula five years ago. I had a really awesome, empowering experience with my son and his mm-hmm. birth. And that's kind of what led me here. Pre-doula life, I was a nurse. Um, okay. I forget about that. Yeah, I knew that, but yeah. I forget about that. Yeah. And my plan after having my son was always to go right back to work. Um, but, you know, six weeks turned into eight weeks, turned mm-hmm. into 10 and 12. And then that's when I decided, well, my husband and myself decided together, like, you know what? I'm going to take this time. I'm never going to get this time back. Right. Um, I hadn't been happy with my job in a long time. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of decided, you know what? We're going to take this time, enjoy our baby, and I'm going to figure out what I want to do with my life. Right. And because I had such a great experience with my son, you know, I live in a pretty rural part of Illinois. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I noticed a lot of my friends were being taken advantage of. They didn't know that yep. they had options. And that was really important to me because, you know, that's that's not fair that they don't know that they have options. So that's right. kind of like what started me down this path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I started going, I just kept getting busier and busier, and uh, yeah, I love it. It's my passion. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, same, yeah, same. I we could really say a lot of the same things, except that I didn't start as a nurse. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Tell the listeners, maybe tell the listeners something like unique or interesting or funny or I don't know, just. Whatever you want to share. Um, like about myself? Yeah, about yourself. Oh, I goodness. didn't prep you well, for that. It I just think, came to mind. <laughs> I know, I know. I think, you know, for my clients' point of view, I think for them, it is cool that I'm a nurse because I do have a little bit of, like, medical background. Uh-huh. And I feel like a lot of times I can kind of weed through the BS, for lack uh-huh. of, like, a better term, you know, and just say, like, yeah, that's true. Or, no, that's 
not true. And you know, they're kind of feeding you a line. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know that I've gotten clients before that hired me because I had my medical background. Yeah. But yeah, I would say like overall, that is probably a cool thing. I don't really know many doulas that are also nurses, but I think what is interesting is my time spent as a nurse. Mm -hmm. I wasn't working as like a labor and delivery nurse. I actually worked with people who had, um, intellectual and developmental disabilities. Okay. So definitely like a hard right turn from what I was doing before. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So, so I just realized we're going to have to record the intro to the podcast now. Because it's oh, all about yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, so listeners, be on the lookout for that. Guys, I don't know when it's going to happen, but eventually the yeah. intro to the podcast is going to start having Tiffany in yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> which is exciting. I just thought of that. Nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to do fine. So when I actually, when I said tell them something about you, funny or interesting, I meant unrelated to birth work. Oh. I know. So like for me, we were just talking about the sharks are my favorite animal. Yeah. And if you guys have listened to my podcast episode, I've brought up sharks on multiple occasions. Yeah. That's so funny. I didn't know that. Um, oh my gosh. I don't know, Rachel. That's interesting. <laughs> I just kind of hang out at my house all the time. Okay. So something interesting about me that is not birth related. Mm-hmm. One, I love social media. So I love Instagram. I love Facebook. Those are the two that thank, I thank God I'm for on you. all the time. Um, so yeah, the yep. plan is, mm-hmm. is that I'm going to be taking over the social media for the podcast, which yes. I'm really excited about. Which makes me so, so happy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I love, um, you know, like hearing people's responses and like interacting with people on social media. Mm -hmm. It's really, really fun. And also, I love podcasts, but Uh not just birth podcasts. I listen to crime podcasts. I listen to reality TV podcasts. Uh, One of my new favorite podcasts is a podcast about rewatching The Hills. I don't know if you ever watched The Hills. Okay, no, I've not watched The Hills. That is so (laughs) true. I have like I cannot watch dramatic TV shows other okay. than Jane the Virgin. So maybe, that one I like. Maybe that is my interesting one. fact is that also I am obsessed with trash reality TV, <laughs> Housewives, Real World, Real World, The Challenge, all of them. I, I I love it. It feeds my soul. Yeah, that's way more different. It makes my boring life like you know. It reminds me that my boring life isn't that bad. Yeah. You know? like you're just really grateful you're not like <laughs> all of them. I'm so grateful that I'm not like that. But yeah, I love trash reality TV. I love podcasts, which is kind of like why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, you know. Which is funny because I have a podcast. I've had a podcast for like a year and a half now. Yeah. Tiffany, how many podcasts do you think I've ever listened to? Probably like three episodes of one podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I listen to, I've listened to like Three different podcasts ever. Two of them are birth related and one of them is Duck Dynasty. Yeah. Oh, that's so (laughs) funny. Well, I started really in the pandemic, like when Uh everyone was home and I, shocking, had made a post on my Facebook, like what podcasts do people recommend? And I had all different types of recommendations. I didn't even realize that there were like all of these different types of podcasts. Uh Um, So yeah, that kind of like started the, the rabbit hole of all the podcasts I listen to now. And now you're co-hosting with me. Yay! So that that even came up kind of funny because yeah. you were over to record the last episode we recorded together. Yeah. And you were talking about how your husband is like, you should start a podcast. Yeah. And you were like, no, Rachel has a podcast. Yep. I don't want to step on her toes. Exactly. And, and I jokingly said... If you ever need a co-host, let me know. Yes, you were. Yes. And so like two weeks later, I was like, so were you serious about being my yeah. co-host? And I was like, oh, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, let's do 
it. I'm yeah. down. I'm ready. I know, because I thought about looping Stephanie in, which we've talked about yes. Stephanie in our episodes yeah. before, too. She's yeah. another doula in the area we work really closely with. Yep. But she does not... I mean, she's recorded an episode with me before. Yeah. But that is just not her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is okay. She also, takes so many births, she's too busy. I know. She's crazy. <laughs> she's which amazing. I think we talked about last time. Probably. When we were together about how crazy Stephanie is. But um, Good crazy. Yeah, but. good crazy, not bad crazy. Hopefully, we can get her on... Again, we together should. with all three of us. That would be fun. Yes. We'd have a lot to say. We would. Yeah. <laughs> it could just be like a complaints podcast about everything that's wrong with maternity care yeah. in America. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. Listeners, that stick around for one. that. Yeah. Hey, if you guys have any stories, submit them. Yes. If you have like any complaints or anything... Yeah. Hey, oh, submit that's a, those. That's such a good idea. We should do that. Listen, submit oh, your complaints. We'll yes. add it into a you podcast. You need to DM us on Instagram or message us on Facebook or email us your crazy maternity stories. They can be good, yes. bad, you know, whatever. Whatever yes. you want to share, share it with us. Yes. Ooh, high five. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> All right. See, guys, this is why I picked her as my co-host. She has really, really good ideas. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So let's see. How can the listeners get to know you better? But we're going to bring it back around to births because yeah. obviously here they're here to learn stuff too. Yeah. So you want to talk about maybe one of your favorite births or one of your worst births or do you have something else in mind? Yeah. So um, I have a lot of really great memories at births. I mean, no matter what type of birth it was or, you know, the location of the birth. But one that like really sticks out in my mind is um, a surprise breach birth at home. Yes. Oh, I know this story. We're hopefully going to have her on soon. I hope so, yes. To soon. share her story. Yes. So don't yes. share too much. Yes. But it was amazing and beautiful and empowering. It was somebody who she had interviewed me very early in her pregnancy. And home birth is something that I bring up to a lot of my clients because Same. they all are, most of my clients want a specific type of birth. Mm-hmm. And that specific type of birth is really hard to get within the hospital system. So yeah. I always bring home birth up to them as, you know, a valid safe option. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, she, she really listened and like took in everything that we talked about. And, you know, I think before she was even out of her first trimester, she had hired a mutual friend of ours, Maggie. Uh-huh. Her pregnancy was like great, not complicated. Mm-hmm. Like she's a healthy, active person. She takes really great care of herself. Was this her first pregnancy? This was her first pregnancy. Um, So yeah, she, you know, she called me and like for a first time mom, her labor progressed very quickly. Um, Vaginal breach births tend to do that. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, the midwife Maggie came over and, you know, there were, there were some signs at that point that something was different, not Uh necessarily wrong, but just different Mm -hmm. because everyone was safe and healthy. And, you know, when it came down to it, we found out that baby was... Uh, Frank Breach. Yeah. And I don't know that anyone necessarily knows like when baby flipped, if it was in labor or Uh if it was beforehand. Because Um, guys, babies do flip in labor and their type of breach position has been shown to change constantly throughout labor too. Yes. Yes. So yeah, she had, you know, a beautiful, like I said, empowering vaginal breach birth, a first time mom. Mm -hmm. It was a complete surprise. She had the option to transfer. She did have the option to transfer. Right. But Mm -hmm. I, you know, uh, she was quite far away from the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I don't know that necessarily anyone ever made the decision to go or stay. I think Mm -hmm. that the labor just kept progressing Uh and she just did what she had to do. And it was trusted her instincts. She did. And it was awesome. I mean, it was, 
I can't say enough how amazing it was. But yes. hopefully she'll be on soon so she can tell her story, yes. you know, from her perspective. Because, of course, for me, it was, like, awesome and amazing. Right. Um, you know, but I think that she has some different feelings okay. about it. So, yeah, hopefully she'll be on soon. Yeah. So that's one of your favorites. Yes. Let's talk about maybe a time where you really had to advocate for your client or you really had to encourage them or help them. You know, maybe, maybe not so much of a positive situation where... Yeah, so it was one of the very first births that I ever went to, mm-hmm. um, probably within the first five or ten. That Before I we learned to only take clients with specific care providers. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes. And this person, you know, she had some autoimmune issues mm-hmm. that led her to have um, preeclampsia, okay. or what they told her was preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. She decided to get induced around, I don't know, like 36 or 37 weeks. Like She she specifies what they told her is preeclampsia because that diagnosis is yeah. actually quite vague. Hey everyone, Rachel Manns here, and today I have something I'm thrilled to share with you guys. Imagine having a treasure trove of informative, entertaining, and empowering video content about the journey to parenthood right at your fingertips. That's exactly what you get with Informed Pregnancy Plus. For less than 25 cents a day, that's a quarter, guys, you'll gain access to a vast subscription library filled with documentary films, web series, mind and body fitness programs, workshops, and courses covering fertility to parenting and everything in between. Designed for new and expectant parents, as well as pregnancy and birth professionals, Informed Pregnancy Plus is like having a trusted BFF and doctor in one, guiding you through every step of the path to and through parenthood. A few of just my favorite titles are obviously The Business of Being Born, Empowered Mama, Belly Dance for Birth, How Fun Is That?, Ease into Sleep, The Afterbirth Plan, and The Core Connection, an extremely well-presented and informative workshop teaching you about your core and pelvic floor and how to keep them healthy. And here's the best part. For a limited time, you can gain full access absolutely free. Just visit informedpregnancy.tv to sign up. Sign up for Informed Pregnancy Plus Right now. I'm not kidding, guys. It's really going to help you out. It's my prescription for your informed and empowered parenting journey, all from the comfort of your home. Visit informedpregnancy.tv. That's informedpregnancy.tv, and the link will be in the description below. Now back to the show. Correct. Right. And um, I think that they just checked her blood pressure one time and she it was like on the higher end and they told uh-huh. her she had preeclampsia. It wasn't necessarily true preeclampsia. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, she agreed to get induced around 37 weeks. And, you know, usually as a first time mom, that that's early and that's hard. It's really early and hard. So uh-huh. I ended up showing up about 30 hours into her induction. And at that point she was about um, I don't even I think she was one centimeter dilated. Yeah, not she much change had already had like one um, fully catheter, like, uh, Cook's catheter. Sorry. Uh She already had one of those inserted. She had already been on Pitocin and had an epidural at this point before I even showed up. They did a second round of the, um, Cook's catheter. And if I remember correctly, Cervidil, um, more Pitocin, of course, by this point, we're talking like 48 or 50 uh-huh. hours into the induction. And, of course, she ended up having a cesarean. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even after the cesarean, I wasn't allowed to go back. 
So, yeah. Because often as doulas, we're allowed in the OR. It yeah. depends on the hospital. Right. So sometimes we're allowed back for cesarean births, and sometimes we're not. Right. So she ends up having her cesarean, and then, like, the first thing, uh, you know, the, the pediatrician comes in and says, well, you have to give your baby formula, otherwise your baby is going to have a seizure. Because what? her blood sugar. And, you know, her blood sugar wasn't even that low. I mean, you know, it, it was okay enough to... To nurse the baby, but... Well, also, how is formula going to do better than breast milk? Well... That's the thing. People know. just think formula is this, like, magic I thing. I know. It's like, but breast milk is actually made mm-hmm. to to not just nourish your baby, but respond to your baby's needs. Exactly. Formula is just so, a powder you put in a bottle. Exactly. So, yeah, and they told her, if you don't do the formula, then we're going to go ahead and take her to the NICU. We're going to put an IV in her head and give her fluids. So it was all around, like, ve- a, very much a bullying environment. Mm-hmm. The pediatrician was a bully. The OB actually wasn't a bully, um, but... You know, I think for me, that was a pretty traumatic experience. I mean, and for her, obviously. But yeah, I think that was the first time that it really opened my eyes as to what most women's birthing experiences like Mm -hmm. in America in a hospital system. Um, And this was a really, you know, a big hospital system that I was in with lots of, you know, residents and fellows and, you know, the whole the whole shebang. So, well, and that yeah. kind of speaks to the fact that, like, as we – so the United States as a whole mm-hmm. has some of the worst mom and baby outcomes of any developed country, mm-hmm. yet we spend some of the most on maternity care. Yeah. We have an incredibly high cesarean rate, although yeah. not the highest in the world. Right. We have a very high yeah. cesarean rate, so though, high. like 35-ish percent, yep. somewhere around there. Yeah. And yet – we also have all of these traumatic births. Yeah. You know, so we use all of this intervention. We use all of this medication. We use all of these things, all of these, quote, tools. And then we have some of the worst mom and baby outcomes. Yeah. And then a pediatrician comes in and is then also interfering with baby outcomes. Mm-hmm. And maybe the interfere, maybe the interference was necessary, maybe it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But to come in and to bully, right. you know, I mean, to, to put yourself in the shoes of the mom. Yeah. You know, I can only imagine how that would increase her risk of postpartum depression mm-hmm. or some sort of postpartum mood disorder. Yeah. How that affects mom and baby bonding. Mm-hmm. You know, the hormones that are going into play, the hormones that are being shut off, the hormones yep. that are being turned on. Yep. I mean, it's a whole biological system. Yep. And we have all this interference, and then we have some of the worst mom and baby outcomes of the whole world. Right. About any developed country. Right. So it's I, like there's got to be a connection there, right. you know? So, of course, I mean, I feel like that proves that you know, the more money you spend, the more technology you have and the more you interfere with birth, that obviously That's, isn't the best thing to do. Right. And yeah. it doesn't guarantee a good outcome. Right. Yeah. Right. At all. Yeah. You know, midwifery care. Sure that's does. been shown to be yes. the biggest difference, yes. right? Midwifery care has been shown to be the biggest difference yeah. bet- um, between good, better mom and baby outcomes mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. All right. Back on track. Let's talk about something a little more positive again, because that was a really... Rachel, we're that, just going to keep getting off track. I know. All this these is... Episodes. Get used to it, guys. This is how it goes now. I've already, I'm already like that. And yeah. Then we have Tiffany, and that's just, that's just going to be how it goes. Yeah, that's a... But let's talk about something a little more positive again. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's use that as a segue yeah. to talk about why we both prefer as a whole midwifery care. Now, obviously with high-risk moms, that's a little bit different. Although there are some hospitals that high-risk moms can still see a midwife if the midwife is working in conjunction with With other OBs or other MFMs, like 
you know, maternal fetal medicine doctors. But yeah. as a whole, especially for low-risk moms, mm-hmm. which we know that's a vague term. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Midwifery care is our favorite. Yes. Why? Um, For me, you know, the biggest thing is that they... I should say as a whole, not all midwives are the same, but as a whole. As providers or providers who practice that midwifery model of care. Yes. The the biggest Because we have a really awesome OB over here that acts like a midwife. Yeah, he's in a good way. Right. Anyway, so um but you know, the biggest thing is that they really see birth as a physiological process. They don't see it as a disease, they don't see it as a sickness, they don't see it as something that needs to be managed. It's not a medical emergency. Right. They they see it as something that happens to women. Um and that's just the way it is. And most of the time when it happens, it's healthy, it's normal, it's low risk. You know, obviously if true emergencies arise, then they're, you know, they're also able to take care of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one part of why I prefer midwifery care. Mm-hmm. And then the second um, reason why would be because they just respect moms more. I feel like there's, as a whole, there's yeah. not as much um, ego at play mm-hmm. as there sometimes can be with providers mm-hmm. who practice the medical <laughs> model. That's how we, we need to specify <laughs> who practice the medical model versus practicing the midwifery model because maybe we have a certain midwife in mind who <laughs> is a midwife but doesn't practice as a midwife. Oop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, you can see our faces. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So yeah, for me, those would be like the two biggest reasons. And and for all of my clients, kind of regardless of what is happening, I I recommend them to see a midwife. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Yeah. Yep. And then of course, it's really helpful to know someone from your area who knows the care providers. Yeah, for sure. So I say this in a lot of episodes, even if you don't want to hire a doula, which you should. You should. I'm a, honestly, you should. You for should. Most moms should hire a doula. But 100%. even if you don't want to, yeah. if you can't, whatever, go on to doulamatch.net or, you know, go on to any local doula group you might have. Mm-hmm. Reach out to your local doulas and just say, hey. I'm wanting this kind of birth. Yeah. Who do you recommend? Mm-hmm. Or what hospital do you recommend? What yeah. type of birth? What are your recommendations? Mm-hmm. Because that can make a huge difference. I just talked to someone recently. I just interviewed with someone who thought she had chosen an amazing care provider. She was very early on. She mm-hmm. was like, oh, this person's Facebook page looks great. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I said, listen, I don't want to talk bad about anybody, but yeah. I do want you to have the facts. Yeah. And maybe for the type of birth you're wanting, this may not be the care provider mm-hmm. for you. Right. And I was able to say that, and she was able, she was really grateful, and I said, even if you don't hire me, you know, I just want you to have all of the information. Right. Because someone's Facebook page, or someone's website, or someone, maybe your friend had a birth and really liked so-and-so, mm-hmm. they may all look really great. Yeah. But you can get a very different perspective from the local doulas. Yeah. Um, and For even sure. from doula to doula, you may get different opinions as well. 100%. Because we have certain care providers that we don't care for that other people really like. Yeah. Um, and so and, it's just very personal. And but. there are also care providers who prefer certain doulas. Yes. I think because those doulas will do what they want them to do. Yes. Um, however, yeah, they're, you know, they definitely sometimes have their favorites. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, we all have different personalities. We're sure. all going to work well with different people, but yeah. you just want to know what you're getting into, you know, and just because we don't like a certain care provider doesn't mean you won't, but yeah. Anyway, reach out, check in because you, you know, you really can get more details about what a care provider might be like by reaching out to your local doula community. Yeah, for sure. So all right, back to Tiffany. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I know we keep getting off topic. 
Um, no, I'm just like really excited to be here yeah. and to help you and to, you know, educate and empower families. Of course, that's like the main reason why I'm a doula in the first mm-hmm. place. And, you know, having this platform to reach more people, even outside of our own community is yes. really cool. I mean, we were just looking at like statistics of where people listen to this. Yes. So I think that's really awesome. Too. I know they were like countries <laughs> was, like, all over the world. Singapore. Yeah. What? Like that's, that's really great. So yeah, I think just like spreading awareness and mm-hmm. empowering families families and um you know that is really really important regardless of what type of birth you want or what type of provider that you see mm-hmm. it's just important to have all of the information so yep yeah that's what we're here for it is all right i'm gonna wrap it back around to what we talked about earlier though guys if you have any like complaints or Seriously. crazy stories yes. from your births or like you know medical system maybe it was your friend's birth that you attended or something like that yeah send them to us because we're gonna be doing an episode hopefully we'll get stephanie stephanie this may release before we even ask stephanie to join (laughs) us so she's gonna listen to it and be like what yeah right yeah no No, that's gonna be yeah i think that is such a great idea so seriously reach out to us either instagram facebook email yep any way you know how to get a hold of us. Yep. Contact at thenaturalbirthsite.com is the email, or you can reach out at the natural birth site on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, let us know. I'm That's excited. That's going to be fun, That's right? going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for listening to us ramble yeah. and get off topic. <laughs> I hope you feel like you've learned more about Tiffany yeah. today. Super excited to have our co-host with us. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. It is. Yeah. It is. And guys, even if you just have general topic ideas, we are so open to For all sure. of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking we may do like a question and answer coming up here soon too. Um, Q&A. So yeah. if you guys have any specific questions you want addressed or thoughts too, mm-hmm. email us, DM us. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. See you soon. Thanks for listening. Hi, Rachel Manns again. If you want to learn more, please subscribe to and rate this podcast and head over to thenaturalbirthsite.com to check out our online natural birth education course, birth story blog, YouTube channel, and more.